Welcome to the Wellness and Weight Loss for Busy Teachers podcast, bringing you actionable tips to help you live your best life. I'm your host, Tracy Baird. If you care about nutrition and fitness and want to make progress in your unique wellness journey, you're in the right place. This season, we'll discuss strategies for summer success. Let's get started. Well, hello, my friend. Today, I want to talk to you about something I do a lot more in the summer than at other times of the year, which is travel. And in this podcast, I want to talk to you about movement and fitness during travel. In a second podcast episode, I will talk to you about nutrition and eating. So the first thing I want to talk about is your mindset. And I'd like to encourage you to think about what you do for your own fitness and the well-being of your body while you're at home and consider continuing that while you're on vacation. On the other hand, playing devil's advocate, if you want to just lay around during your whole vacation, reading a book, I endorse that. But I want you to think about what will make you feel the best. I suspect if you have a fitness routine at home, continuing on a similar routine while you're on vacation or traveling will make you feel your best. So I just want to encourage you to have a plan and think about your mindset before you set off on your travel destination. So let's talk about the travel day. I frequently travel by car, The second most frequent mode of travel I use is by plane. So let's think about those two ways of traveling. I don't have super high expectations of myself moving my body on a travel day, but I do have some habits that I think are healthy and I wanted to share with you. So if I'm traveling by car and it's a long car ride, I just want to think about occasionally stopping and maybe moving my body with intention. I have kids. I'm also modeling for my kids healthy behaviors. When my kids were younger, we might have a race back and forth to a certain street sign or just do some jumping jacks or something like that. It looks a little foolish or it might, but I'll say when you're doing it together with your family, it sort of is more acceptable because you're all doing it together and it's fun. There was one time, actually, we did a really fun thing when we were traveling by plane We actually had multiple legs of the air travel, and my daughter got the idea that we should photograph ourselves jumping. And we were there were four of us in the family traveling together that day, and we wanted to all have our feet off the ground. And so we did look a little funny in the airport jumping and setting up our phones on a chair to try to capture our jumps. But it was really fun. It was a connecting time for the kids and the adults. We put it on our social media as a series. And we all had a great time with it. And it was sort of an active thing we did. So that was a really fun memory. So that sort of brings me to traveling by plane. Traveling by plane, I used to take the conveyor belt type thing where you stand on it and it does the work for you. Or I would take the train that takes you between parts of the airport. I live in Atlanta area. Our airport is pretty huge. So they they have a train that takes you around the airport. Well, if I have enough time now, With intention, I walk as much as I can in the airport. I know I'm going to be sitting while I'm in the plane. So therefore, I try to get as much movement in as possible while I'm in the airport awaiting the plane. So if possible, I walk to my gate and I don't take the conveyor belt. I don't take the train. I just walk on my own two feet to the gate if possible. In addition, when I'm waiting at the gate, we're frequently at the gate for at least 30 minutes waiting to board, just having, you know, made it through security and allowing a little extra time. I like to bring my earbuds and 
listen to music, listen to a book, and sort of walk back and forth in the terminal near my gate so I have no chance of missing the plane. But usually my husband and I, when we travel together, we agree to take turns supervising the carry-on luggage while the other person takes a walk back and forth in the terminal near the gate. So that is one way to get some movement into your day, knowing that you're going to be sitting on the plane for a long time. So what about while you're on vacation? What are you going to do and when you're traveling for working out? You might not have access to the same equipment that you have at home. Well, one thing you could do is actually pre-plan it and try to have access to the same equipment. So if you're used to working out at a gym, you like to use weights, you like to use machines, you can plan your trip strategically so that the hotel or the resort where you're staying has a gym. So that's one option. If you don't have that option, you can just use your body's own weight to do body weight exercises. If you Google body weight exercises, you will come up with a ton of videos that will show you how to do things like push-ups, lunges, and squats that you can just simply use your own body weight and get a great workout without all that equipment. Also, to take that up a notch, you might consider investing in resistance bands. I have cloth resistance bands as well as mini bands that are made out of some sort of plastic or latex material. And I can use those to get a great workout that simulates me having weights, but actually using resistance bands. Hey, it's Tracy. I'm cutting in and interrupting myself because I really want to connect with you. You can find me on social media at Tracy Baird Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. Now, back to the show. You can also Google resistance band workout and then see what comes up and see if you want to do some of those workouts. I love walking. A lot of times when I go on a beach vacation, I just set a timer for 30 minutes and set out in one direction along the ocean, taking in that beautiful vista of the ocean and the waves crashing on the shoreline. And I walk along it for 30 minutes. When my alarm goes off or my timer, I turn around and walk back. One tip for that is, though, I'd recommend using flip-flops or sneakers on the first day or two because you need time to build up the tolerance of walking on sand or you will get too many blisters. Another idea is to go running. Running requires no equipment and many people really enjoy it. One of my friends recently recommended an app called All Trails. And this is an app that identifies running, walking, and hiking trails in a certain area. I'm not sure if it's available in all areas, but you can check that out and also check local websites to wherever you're traveling to and see what trails might exist. Another thing I would suggest is to schedule active fun while you're on vacation and traveling. So if you have the opportunity to just say, go snorkeling, go scuba diving, those would be great things that would keep your body moving and would be fun for most of the, well, it depends on your personality if you find that fun, but you could find something that you would find fun that's a structured activity. In addition, you could also have unstructured active fun For example, if you're going to the beach and you want to play in the waves with your kids, going boogie boarding, maybe playing tag in the water, playing Kadima, throwing a ball back and forth, all those things are great things to do that are unstructured but are still moving your body. The last thing I want to talk about regarding fitness while you're on vacation is to consider barriers and backup plans. So just say your plan for vacation is to take a one-hour walk every day while you're on vacation along the ocean but it's pouring rain one of the days. Do you have a backup plan? Are you simply not going to do your walk or are you going to do something different 
for example, if your hotel at the ocean or your condo has a gym, are you going to go walk on the treadmill for an hour because you could not walk along the ocean for an hour? So consider what you will do if something does not go as planned and consider what your backup plan will be. That will lead you to the most success on your vacation. The last thing I wanted to talk about is getting back from your vacation. If you have got a good healthy fitness routine going at home, when you get back from your vacation, I want you to remember, you're back. (laughs) Some people I feel do tend to decide to relax and not move their bodies strategically while on vacation. Then when they get home, they can sort of be in a habit of not moving their body, which would be unhealthy. And so when you arrive home, I recommend you get back to the same routine that you had, or, you know, unless you want to strategize and think of a better routine while you're out and traveling, you can think about when you come home, how can you have the most success in your fitness journey? So those are the things I wanted to talk about today regarding travel and fitness and moving your body. I think incorporating at least one of these tips will be really helpful the next time you travel. So in summary, today we've been talking about fitness and movement while traveling. And I'd say the theme of this episode is intentionality. So being intentional with your mindset before you go on vacation, as well as intentionally moving your body on your travel day, as well as while you're on vacation. Another idea for success is to consider barriers and backup plans for when things don't go as you envision. And then when you get back from vacation, hopping back into your healthy habits that you have at home. So I'm so glad you're here with me today. I'm here because I believe you are worth it. Thank you for listening to the Wellness and Weight Loss for Busy Teachers podcast. For more from me, head over to my website and grab my latest free resource. You can find it at tracybairdwellness.com slash free. That's F-R-E-E. If you want more podcasts, vote with your five-star review wherever you listen. Your feedback really does make a difference. Now, make it a great day.